Welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. My name is Lonnie Mitchell, and I'm a self-love and mindset coach for overwhelmed moms and women craving more. This woman is ready to rediscover herself, love herself, and become her best self to step into the confident badass she knows she is. Each week, I'll be giving you tips and tools on everything mindset, self-love, healthy habits, and more. So if you're ready to release all that no longer serves you, break free from your limiting beliefs, and become aligned in mind, body, and spirit to become your most confident self, let's get into it. What is up, you beautiful badasses? I am so freaking excited to talk about this topic today because it's one that I don't see talked really about a lot if, you know, by any means. Um, Usually these things are kept separate, but it is so important to bring them together and we're going to get into it. But first, I want you to just take a moment right now, close your eyes, unless you're driving, of course. (laughs) If you're standing still, if you're sitting, if you're gardening, take a moment, take a break. And I just want you to close your eyes, take a deep breath in. And I want you to think of two things that you are grateful for today and why. Maybe it is someone held the door open for you and you are grateful because it was merrily. It was a kind thing to do. Maybe you don't see that that much anymore. If you heard the door open, that is my dog. Maybe you are grateful for your fur companion, your fur baby, because they provide you so much joy and they love you unconditionally and they remind you that you are loved. So just take a couple moments right now. Think about what you are truly grateful for. Okay, so the topic we're going to get into today is the idea of being healthy, which so many of us want to do, right? We struggle to feel confident within ourselves, within our bodies, and we're like, oh my god, I need to get healthy. I need to lose these 10 pounds. I need to stop drinking so much soda. I need to, you know, stop eating so many carbs and this and that and the other and blah, 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 and drink all my water, right? We go down this rabbit hole. And we think that that's going to fix our problems. We think it's going to give us more confidence. We think it's going to help us with our mental health. We think that it's just going to solve everything. And being healthy does help with a lot of those things. However, it is not just about your body. So what we're going to talk about here is the idea of healthy versus what I call healthy. And it's a weird way to say it, but it gives you the idea when speaking, right? So if you write it down on paper and put healthy, right? But then I want you to write healthy again, but this time capitalize the first four letters. And what do you have? You have the word heal. You need to work on healing to also be healthy. So let's get into this topic right now and just go down this rabbit hole. So I want to preface this with I am not bashing the health industry by any means. I'm not bashing any personal trainers or anything like that. I have so many that I love. I've worked with personal trainers um, and the health industry is so important, right? But we have, say, the health industry and we have personal trainers and then we also have therapists for our mind, right? And we have mental health, right? So we have our body health, we have our mental health, and then we have our spiritual health. And so it's like, we're separating all of these things. We're separating the mind, the body, the soul. And of course, these experts and, you know, people who are professionals in these areas, it is better if they're specialized in one thing so they can really dive deep into their craft, right? However, we need to stop thinking of them so separately because the mind, the body, the soul 
all works together, right? So think of it this way. If you've had a really anxious moment, it starts with your thoughts, right? It starts with your thoughts and you're thinking, oh my God, I have so much to do today. Like you wake up first thing in the morning and before you even open your eyes, you start going through your to-do list. And then you start getting this feeling and maybe your shoulders start coming up. Maybe your breaths start becoming a little more shallow. Maybe you start breathing a little bit faster. So where the mind and the heart goes, the body is going to follow. But so often we think, I need to get healthy. And so what do we do? We go to the gym. And when you exercise, yes, you do create these feel-good hormones. And it does help with your mental health. It helps with your cardiovascular health. It, it does help you. I am not denying that by any means. But let me tell you this. Why is it that you can see some people who are so fit, right? They eat all their vegetables, they drink all their water, they're getting all the sleep, they are eating, you know, the proper amount of nutrients for them. Maybe they're even shredded a little bit, right? And you do not have to be shredded to be healthy. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, We are going to do a post on body positivity and actually the aspect of toxic body positivity, but that's going to be a different topic. But I wanted to stake that in there right now. But you can see someone who seems so healthy, right? And they're doing all the right things, but they're fucking miserable. And is that really healthy, right? So you can be doing all the things right for your body, but if your mind and your soul are miserable, you're not actually healthy. Your thoughts are part of your health. Now, there are different studies that are going around. We've had one study in the past where we said, or... The study said that we have up on 70,000 thoughts a day, right? That's a freaking lot. And now there's a new study from 2020, um, and that was from Queen's University in Canada. And they found that humans have around 6.5 thoughts per minute. I haven't looked completely into this study. I will say that right now. But just knowing that information, I'm going to call bullshit. Because let's face it, and especially for you moms, because I will get on the phone with you. I will get on the phone with my coaching clients who are moms and the way they rattle off all these thoughts, even within just 30 seconds, right? You can have 6.5 thoughts within say 20 seconds, right? You get up and you start thinking about your to-do list. Say you have seven different things right there and you've thought all of that within the first 20 minutes before your eyes are even open. So I'm going to call that BS. Um, So I don't think that we have only 6,000 thoughts per day. That being said, no, I'm not a scientist, but I'm just using common sense and my own judgment on that. Plus, there is also a study from University of Michigan that revealed 73% of adults between ages of 25 and 35 overthink. 6.5 6.5 thoughts per minute. That that ain't cutting it for an overthinker, okay? <laughs> I will call it myself. I am a recovering overthinker. I will also do a podcast on tips on how to reduce that. Um, I'll tell you right now, a lot of it is you're focusing on the past or the future. And a lot of it is just bringing yourself back to back to the present. But if you guys want a full episode on that, do me a favor and go share this podcast episode and tag me, Lonnie Mitchell underscore, 
on Instagram and put on there, we need an overthinking episode. Okay. And so I will know that y'all want that. So to be frank here, we have a lot of thoughts during the day. Now, each thought that you have creates a chemical within your brain and that chemical alters your body. So if you guys have heard of the rice experiment or maybe the water experiment, you will understand just how drastically your body can change from the thoughts that you have. Because remember, where the mind and the heart goes, the body is going to follow. Now, if you don't know of these, I'll give you just a quick example. For the rice experiment, there were two containers of rice. One, the person said very positive affirmations to it. You're so loved. You're amazing. Blah, blah, blah. The other one, you're a fool. You're an idiot. You suck. All negative connotations, right? And the one that was spoken negatively to grew so much mold and it was disgusting and black and nasty. But the one who was spoken to lovingly remained fine. This actually reflects on your body as well. So think about it this way. If you're constantly telling yourself, oh my God, I'm fat. I have huge thighs. I hate the way that my stretch marks look. Oh my God, I had a child. Look at all this extra loose skin, blah, 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 blah. I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm always, you know, going to look this way kind of thing. You are actually conditioning and programming your body to stay that way. Whereas if you spoke lovingly to it, you can actually lose weight from that. And I've spoken about this within my personal page where a lot of women, when they heal, and I'm sure this is true for men too. I'm just speaking from my own experience and conversations I've had with other women. So when women heal, they often lose that excess weight that they've been holding onto. But there's also this spiritual component to it as well, right? We often can store trauma and emotions within our body And it often forms within our hips, right? So if you do yoga and you do a hip opening exercise, you may feel some intense emotions because you're opening your hips or those emotions are stored. But it can also manifest physically as weight. Now, going more back into the mental spiritual aspect of this as well, right? So you have so many thoughts a day. And if you're going to be choosing the negative ones or not even choosing, right? you first have to become aware of your thoughts because a lot of us are just on autopilot. You're only actually using 5% of your brain a day. So that means 95% of your actions, of your thoughts are on autopilot. They're the same as what was yesterday. So if you want to have a happier, more confident life and mindset, you need to start becoming aware of the thoughts that you are having. And think of it as essentially rose-colored glasses. But the glasses you put on, it's like this filter based on the experiences you've had, based on the situations you've been in, based on the programming that has been given to you throughout the years that you've picked up on, right? These conditioned beliefs through society, through those situations. What we really need to focus on is becoming aware, but then also recognizing we have a choice. We have a choice of what filter we want to put on for that day. Now, this is where we're going to get into a bit more of the spiritual aspect of our mindset. Have you heard the phrase, you get what you look for? So we have what is called the reticular activating system, or RAS for short. And essentially, it's, think of your mind as a computer, and it's like a program within your mind saying, okay, if she's focusing on this, it's important to her, 
So let's keep focusing on that. Speaking from a spiritual perspective, if you keep focusing on all the ways that life is going wrong for you right now, the universe will see that, right? The universe is energy. Everything is energy. So if you're putting that energy out there, the universe is saying, oh, she's focusing on all of this. So that's really important to her. I guess that's what she wants. So let's start creating more of that. Whereas if you start focusing on, yeah, some things are not exactly how I like right now, but what are all the ways that things are going right? What am I grateful for? Then the universe will feel that energy and say, oh, okay. Well, that's important to her and this is what she's looking for. So let's continue to give her more of that. And the same is true for your RAS. If you're constantly focusing on say, you know, a lot of women struggle with body image. So let's just keep using that as an example. So if you're constantly saying, oh my God, I'm so fat, then you're going to focus on all the ways you feel uncomfortable in your clothes when you get dressed in the morning instead of what are the clothes that make me feel confident as fuck? And let me feel myself today. Let me go out there and be the badass that I know I am and pick things that make me feel confident. So your thoughts are actually so powerful. They have the power to change your reality. And this is why the healing work is so important. So you can learn and first of all, become aware of the thoughts that you're having and then learn to adjust them. And this is not just about thinking positively, you guys. Your thoughts can literally make you sick. Remember the rice example that I just described a few minutes ago. Your thoughts can literally make you sick. So if they can make you sick, they can also make you heal. And this is something that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about so much. This man literally healed his back from doing his own work and from meditations, from changing his thought patterns. There are so many studies on this too, especially with placebo. So Harvard did a study for migraines and typically in, you know, these kind of studies where they're wanting to test if there is a placebo effect, what they'll do is have one group who receives the actual drug. So in this case, it would be for reducing a migraine or reducing pain after a migraine attack. And then there's another group that would typically be given like a sugar pill, right? So they think that it's the real deal but it's actually just a sugar pill. The researchers discovered that the placebo was 50% as effective as the real drug to these people doing the study. So what does that tell you about how our mind actually works? I'll give you one more example. I forget which interview it was, but there was one interview of Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he was referencing a study where there were, again, two groups of people. One group actually went to the gym and did this rowing machine, and they were having, I think, I believe it was for three weeks, and they had their strength measured and tested. And then the other group would just have to do a mental exercise of doing the rowing, right? So they came in, I believe it was the first day, and they did the actual exercise, and then for the rest of three weeks, they would just mentally perform it and envision themselves getting stronger and doing the rowing and when they came back after the three weeks their strength increased by 30 percent how freaking crazy is that so your mind is such a powerful tool we need to stop running on autopilot we are doing ourselves a disservice but we're so connected into being 
within our mind and just having it take over us instead of when we're in our bodies, within our hearts, and then recognizing that the two work together, right? So that's why a lot of people say, get out of your head and into your heart. Because then you can recognize that, hey, you know what? I'm not my thoughts. I'm aware now that I'm having this thought. I'm aware that right now I'm telling myself I am not good enough. I'm aware right now that I am reacting to a situation and I am feeling triggered. So the fact that you're aware of that lets you know you are not actually that emotion. You are not actually that thought. You are the observer. So now think of yourself as, okay, I'm not in the movie anymore. I'm the director of the movie and I see things happening for what they are, which means I can call cut, rewrite this script, and then call action. You are so much more powerful than you even recognize. But I hope that now you do recognize it and you choose to implement what you've been learning now. So let's circle this back around to the healthy versus healthy. You can do all the right things for your body. That's what being healthy in this society (laughs) teaches us, right? Drink your water, eat your veggies, work out, stop eating fast food, and you're healthy. But it's so, so, so much more than that as you now know from all the examples that I've given you. So it's time to just focus, stop focusing on that one thing and recognize it does take bringing the mind, the body, and the soul in unison and working on them together. Now, naturally, we only have so much energy, right? So yeah, the scales may tip a little bit. Maybe this month you focus more on your mental health. You're struggling a little bit. And the next month you're focusing more on really wanting to hone in on your nutrition. But instead of just focusing on one thing or another and doing it kind of in that extremist way, you're recognizing, okay, let me do small things to bring all of them together, right? So even if you're not working out super hard, you might take a walk for yourself every day, which also helps with your mental health. And being outside just 15 minutes a day in the sunshine can actually drastically improve your happiness. So I feel like I just keep giving you guys (laughs) these tidbits of information, these studies, all that stuff. Hopefully you're not too overwhelmed right now. I highly recommend listening to this episode a couple of times to really solidify that information. And if you find yourself going into that autopilot mode, come back to this episode, save it. And when you're feeling like, oh my God, nothing's going my way, I can't do anything right, and you recognize you're constantly beating yourself up and it feels like you have no control, no power, come back to this episode to remind yourself how much power you actually do have. And with that being said, this is why the healing work is so important because as you begin to recognize where are these thought patterns coming from, where are these reactions that I'm having coming from, these patterns that I have within relationships, how I treat myself, how I talk to myself, where are these all stemming from and doing that deep inner healing work that is going to help you in every single aspect of your life and truly help you become healthy. We need to stop thinking healing has nothing to do with being healthy. It has so much to do with it. So that being said, until next time, remember the badass that you are and know that I'm sending you so much love. 
Thank you for listening to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I hope you got value out of this episode. And if you did, I would love and appreciate so much if you would take 30 seconds to click that review button on Spotify to give this podcast a review and share on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was with hashtag weightlesswarrior. Until next time, go love yourself fiercely and unapologetically.